At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Well, of course we have rational thoughts today. I mean, it's just a funny thing depending on who the guest is, but I know this guest, so it's a, it's going to be a little easier with rational thoughts. Um, and we'll keep it clean. Now he really talked about a lot of diverse subjects today, but we'll keep it on point. Um, our guest today is known as the Millionaire Habits Coach and the Mental Health Coach of the Stars. Well, he must be busy. Uh, he's the father of Affirmations and the founder of SuccessClinic.com. Uh, he leads a multiple seven-figure peak performance and business growth company from his home in Northeast Ohio, my hometown. Uh, he works with Hollywood celebrities, eight-figure company CEOs, professional athletes, top executives and entrepreneurs, and his coaching clients have added more than $2.7 billion, that's billion dollars, in sales following his legendary methods. He is the only author in history to have works published by all these different publications, HarperCollins, Hay House, Simon & Schuster, Mind Valley, Nightingale Conant, and The Chicken Soup for the Soul Publisher. His mission is to eliminate the not-enoughness from the world, and he is internationally recognized for his signature coaching services facilitating workshops at companies, institutions across the globe, and appearing in over 1,000 media outlets, including this one, uh, from ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, Hallmark Channel, NPR, Parade, Success, and Entrepreneur. Whew, it's a mouthful. Welcome to our show today, my friend, Noah St. John. Noah, how are you today? Wow. I am wonderful, Douglas. And wow, I am so honored to be on this show that I can finally add to my list of oh, media yeah. outlets you want to put that above npr and success uh, it, right because this is going much right up there. there yeah totally it, it could be someday but uh as of this airing we'll just say we're uh we're humble and grateful I, and happy to be there so thank you thank you very much so man i i've got to tell you i i told you this when we, when we spoke a while ago but um every time i read the self-development drivel out there i always say please go read this guy's book Oh, thank you. Um, no, no, seriously. You think about thank you. all the stuff that you and I've read. I see all your books back there and all that. We've we both read hundreds and hundreds of books mm -hmm. on self-development, self-improvement, empowerment, all this jazz. Mm -hmm. And we both know, right? It's great stuff. It made us who we are, and it's the same stuff over and over again, right? It's like you know, totally. it's like Zig Ziglar, you know, your attitude determines your altitude. Okay, yeah, I get it. Yeah, which does work when I'm when I'm working with my youth leadership, the 17 year olds, they've, right. they've never heard that stuff before. So it's right. brand new to them. Right. But that's a big build up to what you do, which is you do something which nobody else um, really right. understands unless you're a psychologist. And even when I've explained it to my clients and friends, they go, oh, wow, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's a thing called affirmations. You've a, a trademark this word, not affirmations, but affirmations. That's right. Wonderful book wonderful um psychological trigger that works 100 percent of the time yeah i gotta say that um so tell people about what that is and how you came up with it yes absolutely doug thank you very much i really am honored and thank you for telling your clients your friends your colleagues about do. I don't my do book sales but i love it you know well i really appreciate it, it means a heck of a lot so for those of you who are you know are just uh watching and and listening now um we're not saying the wrong word we're not saying f Affirmations and spelling wrong. In fact, you can see it there. Uh, as Doug mentioned, you know, this is my Hay House book called The Book of Affirmations. A F F O R 
M-A-T-I-O-N-S. So we're not saying it wrong. It's actually a new word that I invented. And that's why they call me the father of affirmation. So everybody who's ever read a self-help book, of course, knows what an affirmation is, right? That's what the gurus have been teaching us for many, many years. And an affirmation is a statement of something you want to be true. So when I'm doing, for example, when I'm doing a training, let's say I'm doing corporate trainings, private workshops, or even group coaching for my clients, one of the things that I like to do is I'll have my audience members stand up, whether it's virtual or live. I have people stand up and say, all right, we're going to do the traditional affirmation, just like all the gurus taught us. And I say, all right, everybody say, I am rich. And everybody goes, I am rich. And you know what happens next? Everyone starts laughing. And I go, well, what are you laughing at? And they go, well, I'm not rich. I say, but you just said you were. And they go, yeah, but I don't believe it. Right. See, now that's the problem with the old way, with what we've been taught for years and decades, which is you say these positive statements, but we actually don't believe it. In fact, scientific studies have shown what I've been teaching for a quarter century now, which is that when you say this positive statement, 75% of people actually don't believe it. And the only people who believe it are the ones who are already there. So for the very people who need it the most, that old way literally doesn't, not only doesn't work, it actually makes you more frustrated. So you explain, explain why that is, because talk about the, the cognitive thoughts and our subconscious right. brain. I think it's so, so fascinating. <clears throat> Yeah, thank you. And so that's, well, what psychologists call it is the embedded presupposition factor of the brain. Very simply, it means when you ask a question, your brain searches for the answer. Now, this goes back to how I actually discovered app formations and became the father of app formations. So I've been reading all these books, just like, you know, we were just talking about, and they all say the same thing, right? You say the statement and you write it down and, you know, you put all, and I did all that. I put it all over my room. You know, I'm happy, I'm rich and successful. No, I'm not. I'm broke, unhappy, and miserable, right? So I'm like, why is this not working? You know, what, what I, they... I laminated a card out of Zig's book. You know, I oh, laminated it. I read it in the morning. Yeah. And millions of people have done the same thing, right? And and for some people, it worked just fine. And for millions of us, it didn't work at all. In fact, it made us more frustrated. So that's what I, that was what happened to me. So uh, back in April, 1997, take you back then, I was a 30-year-old college student. Uh, and so it was my second time in college. I was a religious studies major, and I've been reading all these books for so many years. And prior to that, at age 25, I actually decided to commit suicide because I was so frustrated. I mean, literally reading self-help books, so depressed and frustrated, I decided to commit suicide. Now, of course, you know, at the very last moment, my life was spared. I, I do tell that story in my books and programs. But point yeah. being is that, you know, that's how depressed and frustrated I was after going through all these programs. So I'm like, this is not only not working, it's really bad, right? So I this I was writing all the thing, doing everything they said. And one morning, it was April 1997, I, I literally just got so frustrated. And you ever have those moments in the shower? I call them, you know, the aha moments in the shower. We've all had those, right? Uh, and in this particular one, I call it the shower that changed everything. Because what happened was, I literally was in the shower thinking about all these things that we're talking about right now, right? How come I've been using all these things, doing everything they told me to do, and it never worked? In fact, I'm even more frustrated. And I started thinking about what are we talking about? We're talking about beliefs, because if you want to change your life, you've got to change your beliefs. But what is a belief? A belief is just a thought. So what is thought? And the more that I thought about that, I realized that human thought is the process of asking and searching for answers to questions. For example, if I were to ask you, and everybody, again, watching this program can play along, if I were to ask you, why is the sky blue? Why is the sky blue? Now, what just happened in your brain? Your brain started to search for the answer, right? Even if you don't know the answer, you started to search, right? Like a Google search or ever, you know, uh, if you do a search for a file on your computer, well, your brain's like a computer, right? So you're literally searching a file. You're searching, right? And in fact, like I said, even if you don't know the answer, you're searching anyway. 
So it's literally like you're doing a search. The sky's blue because I don't know, but it's searching. And so I said, wait a second. If the human mind is automatically searching for answers to questions, why are we going around making statements that we don't believe? Why don't we just cut out the middleman, right? And I said, well, what would that look like? And then I said, well, let's see. You've got the statement or affirmation, which all the gurus teach. I am rich, to which your brain says, yeah, right, right? We just don't believe it. In fact, I literally call it the yeah, right response because your brain goes, yeah, right, right? We don't believe it. So I said, if that's the statement that we don't believe, well, what would the question be? And then I said, why am I so rich? Why am I so rich? Now, everyone watching this program and listening, ask yourself that question right now. Why am I so rich? Now, what immediately starts to happen in your brain? Well, what happens is you start to search for the answer, like I just talked about the embedded presupposition factor, meaning your brain can't not search for the answer. So I said, wait a second. That that was an important distinction when I started explaining to people. So I do a little same thing. I say, you know, uh, you know, try not to think of a pink elephant, right? It does that. And right. if asking a question, you can't not try to find that answer. It's actually impossible, right? You can't, if I ask you a question, you don't have to even, even if you don't answer audibly, your brain goes to the, it, you, it, automatic, your right? Your brain has to search, just, even just for a moment. And yeah, so, of right. course, the point is, you know, when I was in the shower that changed everything, I said, yeah. why did nobody ever talk about this before? And I realized it was because no one had ever put those pieces together. That's why they call me the nerdiest nerd in the industry, in the self-help industry, because I have to get down to the molecular level, put it, take it apart and put it back together, you know? And so mm -hmm. that's exactly what I did. So bottom line is I literally said, I was standing there in the shower, April 1997, I said, holy cow, I think I just invented something, right? And so I had to give it a name. And that's the name that I gave it was Affirmations. Again, you can go to Affirmations.com. Remember, oh, oh, Affirmations, Affirmations.com. You can actually just search this and, and, and learn more about it. My Affirmations Advantage now, we call it. But my point is that for, for everyone watching and listening to this program, realize that you're already doing this. This is one of my big messages that I want to get out to the world. And that, you know, again, Doug and and you know, for the new people now just learning about this, it's so exciting because when something works, you get excited, right? We humans are motivated by results. We're motivated by success. And that's why the old way, the affirmations way, even though it did work for a small percentage of humanity, the affirmations method, you're already doing it. And here's what I mean by that. Most people, you know, just the average person, is walking around unknowingly, unconsciously asking really lousy questions. For example, why am I so stupid? Why am I so fat? Why can't I lose weight? Why isn't my business growing? Why can't I get more clients? Why is there more month left at the end of the money? Right? And when you ask lousy questions, what do you get? <laughs> lousy answers, right? And that creates a lousy life. So amazingly and astonishingly, everybody is already, everyone on this planet is already using my Alformations method. The two problems are, number one, they don't know it. And number two, they're doing it. Most people, the average person is doing it in a very disempowering way using what I call lousy or disempowering questions, meaning yeah, they actually take away questions. power. What's that? What does that do uh, at the subconscious level when you ask a, a, a negative question like that? Why am I fat? Does your brain actually go and find out more ways to be fat? Yes, that's exactly what it's doing Holy because man. you ask the question. Again, now watch this. Nobody does this on purpose, right? Yeah, Nobody right. wakes up in the morning and says, wow, this looks like a great day. You know, the sun is shining. The birds are singing. You know what? I think I'm going to ask myself some really bad questions today. I mean, 
Nobody does that, right? That would be silly. But it, see, it doesn't matter because of the law of sowing and reaping. Now, ironically, this is sort of what they talked about in The Secret, but many people have said about my work that my work starts where Think and Grow Rich and The Secret left off, meaning that they talked about things like what you focus on grows. Well, yeah, of course it does, but that's not enough. And see, also what they didn't talk about was that it doesn't matter if you are focusing consciously or subconsciously, meaning, and this is going into a big, big part of my, my coaching and my training, is that millions and millions of people are unconsciously holding themselves back from the very thing that they want. And one of the ways that they're doing this is by, again, unknowingly, unconsciously asking disempowering questions. So that's one of the amazing and almost miraculous parts about this is that literally what happens is when you start to consciously ask empowering better questions using my affirmations method literally you can't not change your life so there's many people out there you know yeah. the gurus are saying here's how to change your life fine uh -huh. but when you actually use my method you can't not change your life so it's kind of cool to be able to do it's something like you actually so can't cool. fail because you're already doing it it's pretty much yeah I, I love this so much. I can't I can't express to you how how Thank powerful you. it is. And a few people who've actually picked up on it. I don't know if you ever talked to Chris Bloor, but I mentioned it to him and he like flipped out on it. He he was talking yeah. about it for, for months. Yes. Um so a specific question on this. If I'm thinking to myself, um being healthier, right? Losing weight, whatever. Um, there's a couple of things I want to ask. Number one, yeah, there's different types of questions: who, what, when, where, how, why, which. Are any of those questions more powerful than the other? Like if I would say, how does a how does an athlete eat? Mm -hmm. Or why does an athlete eat this way? Which would be a better way to start reprogramming my subconscious brain? Yes, absolutely. Great question, Doug. And that comes up all the time. All right. So uh, let me uh, be very specific here. So using my affirmations method, again, you go to affirmations.com. Just remember that. Oh, affirmations.com. Uh, what... This is a process, a methodology, which is a very specific methodology um, that uses the word why. All right. Now, why do we do that? Well, the answer is because the why is more powerful than the how. Now, let me give you an example. Every one of us right now knows how to do a lot of things that we actually don't do. All right. Now, let me give you a specific example. Every one of us right now, every single person watching and listening to this program could take off all your clothes, rock out the door and go running down the street naked, screaming at the top of your lungs. Now, you could do that, couldn't you? Because we weren't going to talk about sex, politics and religion. On the well, show, right? I, 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 I figured we'd talk about this that part. But okay. now you could do that, couldn't you? But sure. why don't you do that? Well, because it'd be really kind of crazy to do that, right? Not I'm a great idea. Cold, Please yeah. notice, I'm not recommending this at all. Okay, so do not say, well, no, it's that. No, I did not say. I'm just giving an example of a silly thing. I'm giving a silly example to show we know how to do lots of things, right? Uh, cross the street without looking, uh, you know, pull out in traffic. You get my point. There's lots of silly, dumb things that we could do. In other words, you know how to do it, but you don't have the why to of doing it. Uh, I'll give you another just kind of crazy true life example. Uh, my wife and I, we're, we're coming home from one of my mastermind programs. This was a couple of years ago. And it was, uh, we just flown in and, you know, driving home and we were on the, on the highway, all pretty much all by ourselves. Cause it was kind of the late night. We just flown back from Las Vegas and 
all of a sudden I see ahead of me a set of headlights coming right at us on a four-lane highway. And I went, what the heck? And I'm like, are you serious? And I literally, it took me about, it was less than a second and a half to, to respond. And all of a sudden I went, boom. And I mean, this car went, boom, like this. And we were both going 70 miles an hour, you know. Frankly, we would have been dead. I mean, we just could have easily been dead right there. It was a guy going the wrong way on the highway. So uh, unless was, unless it was two motorcycles you're pointing between, then no, it was. A, she was there. You can ask her. I'm like, I literally thought I imagined it. I was like, am I going crazy right now? But she was there. Yeah. She saw the whole thing, and she was like, "You just saved our lives." I'm like, I guess I did because yeah. all that happened in a split second. My point sure. is, don't do that. Right? <laughs> That's the thing. You, you don't. Anybody could go the wrong way on the highway. Do not do that. All right. It's really really a bad idea. So my again, the point of that is that that is why, to answer your question, this is a long way of answering, but the answer is, or the reason that our, my affirmations method starts with why. So to use your, you know, again, your, to your question, why do I eat so healthily? Why am I in great shape? Why am I so fit? Now, see why those are so powerful, because then you could go on YouTube and just type in how to eat right. And everybody knows how to eat right. I mean, this is no this is no surprise right now. I mean, there's nobody over the age of 14 or 10 or whatever that doesn't know how to eat right at this point. We all know you need proteins, you need the right carbs, you need to have healthy fats. Okay, this is not a surprise. So why is there, why could there, literally, how could there be an obesity problem in the United States anyway? Well, because, of course, people don't have their white. That's what I call the inner game and the outer game. All right, so inner game is having the right why to questions using my affirmations method. The outer game is all the how-to. So notice the inner game is far more powerful than the outer game for the reasons that I just said. So sort of like Simon Sinek, start with why. That's the number one to start with why. Well, I've been doing this a lot longer than Simon. He just got more views on YouTube. So yeah. Oh, no, we're not comparing. I'm just saying, you know, (laughs) do you ever ever study how he speaks, why he's so compelling? Uh, Yes, I have, yes. It's like he makes it sound like it's the first time anyone's ever had that thought. I know, yes. (laughs) He's very good. He's a yeah, great story. I was like, right? what did you think of that one, Simon? Yeah, nice job, buddy. Yeah. Right. Okay, so start with, well, I'm sorry. Well, no, why for another guy. I'm, I'm, okay. I, 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 yeah, anyway, our formations start why, with. Why question first. Yeah. And then you can go to the how, because it makes it much easier. That makes total That's sense. That's right. That's right. Another topic I definitely want to have you comment on, and this is yeah. not political, right? This is actually yeah. has to do with our minds and words, which is mm-hmm. your expert on. Yep. But. You know, there's a lot of terms out there that have been coined to um, influence people, mm-hmm. whether it's something like entitlement program or um, anti-war rally, things like this. And I have a certain opinion on it, but I want to hear from you uh-huh. about how some of these things might be um, misused or maybe not working as well as they could. I, I guess I don't that? understand your question. What, what do you mean? The words we use... Um, like anti-something, like anti-war. Mm-hmm. Like I'll use anti-racism, for example. Right? It's a very popular term nowadays, anti-racism. Mm-hmm. Doesn't our, our brain just hear racism when we say those terms versus... I, I read once that Mother Teresa wouldn't go to an anti-war rally, but she would go to a peace rally. Right, right, yes. That I mean, that again, yes. Here's the one that, that bothers me. And, and before I get to that point, I just want to say something before we get to that point. Now... Yeah. As powerful as our formations are, and they're incredibly, in fact, they're literally life-changing and, in fact, life-saving. I've had many people write to me over the years, you know, on social media or send me emails or go to my website and write and contact me and say, Noah, I took one of your programs, I read one of your books, and it literally saved my life. And what I want to point out is this is another one of my books called Power Habits. 
And what I teach is the unconscious habits of highly successful people. Now, I just want to show you this diagram here because I want you, everyone to realize that affirmations, as powerful as they are, are not the entirety of the, the system, okay? Because affirmations are literally the foundation of how a highly successful pe person thinks. So what I teach is the unconscious habits of highly successful people. I want to make this very clear. Yeah. So people come to me after they've gone to all the gurus, literally many times they spent tens of thousands of dollars or more, and they're yeah. still stuck. And they say to me, Noah, I hear you're the person that people go to after they've gone to all the gurus. And I go, well, yeah, that's true because they left out all the good stuff, right? They left out. Well, they didn't know it because they have they don't well, maybe they're, they're unconscious. That's what I mean. So what oh, okay. I want people to realize is that highly successful people are doing these habits unconsciously that I teach. Again, going back to the point of that I'm the nerdiest nerd and literally going down to the molecular level. So that's why people say about my work that it starts where Think and Grow Rich and the secret left off. And for example, in Think and Grow Rich, they told you, or Napoleon Hill wrote down, here's what highly successful people do. They do this, 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 and this. Well, how come millions of people have read that book and not everyone's a millionaire? The answer is because of what they left out. So going back to your point about words, of course, words are very powerful. In fact, I can literally show you how to change your life with one letter. Would you like to know how to change your life with one letter? How's that for a nice headline, right? It depends nice what kind there? of change it is. If it's gonna be a good change, yeah, of course. Absolutely, okay. So here is what millions of people are unknowingly, unconsciously asking themselves. Why am I so fat? Okay, mm -hmm. now, of course, we're talking we about- You know why? Right? It's Breyer's ice cream or it's that- uh, Well, the point is they're literally saying, why am I, they're, again, this is unconscious, they're not doing it right. appropriate. Why am I so fat? How, why can't I ever lose weight, right? And guess what? That becomes their life. So watch when you just change one letter. Why am I so fit? Mm -hmm. Imagine if you were to do that for everyone watching this program. Let's again, I'm just using a weight loss example, but you can use this for money. You can use this for business. You can use this for relationships, for saving. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've saved so many marriages. We've helped people find the love of their lives. Their soulmate. I mean, because think about this, friends. Where don't your habits affect you? Where don't your beliefs affect you? There's no place. No they place. affect yeah. everything. All right, right. So again, that's. To, to go to your point of why words are so important. And, and here's something that I've been teaching for many, many, many years. In fact, it's in my very first book called Permission to Succeed that was published over two decades ago, that yeah. your life is only determined by two things. Believe it or not, your entire life is only determined by two things. Number one is the quality of your communication with the world inside of you. And the mm -hmm. second thing is the quality of your communication with the world outside of you. Right. That's what I call your inner game and your outer game. Now, let me show you how this works. You can have really great communication with the inner world, but oh, your communication yeah. with the outer world is not that great. That's what I call a highly evolved broke person. Right. It's the person that goes. To the <laughs> I have a couple of friends like that. <laughs> Hello. That, you know, meditate and they and they watch the secret 47 times and they go, well, right. how come I'm not rich? I, I'm meditating. I'm doing all these. Well, because, you know, your communication with the outside world isn't that great. Right. Maybe mm. your website sucks. Maybe you don't have good offers, funnels. You have to do all the outer stuff. But then mm. there's also people that yeah. have all the outer stuff. Yeah. But don't have the inner game. The, the classic example, sadly, is Robin Williams. Right. Yeah, Robin Williams. Right. Look what yeah. happened. He, he yeah. was rich and famous. Everything that everybody wants. Right. All the outer success. But because he never talked to me, he never we never got the chance to meet. Unfortunately, yeah, we lost him. So, see, my clients, Doug. Are, are the 1% of the 1%. That's who I work with, meaning people who are are rich but unhappy. Now, I know that mm -hmm. sounds crazy. You're like, well, I thought money bought happiness. Well, 
No, yeah. I have a bunch of consultants in, in Vistage, right? And they tell me all their private talks are all about personal stuff. Yeah, right. Totally exactly. So lot. that's yeah. the point is if you're watching this, you know, and you're like, wow, you know, I mean, I literally got a letter, uh, an email, you know, from a, a, a person named Bill. And it, that was literally what it said. I'm rich and unhappy. Please help. I went, oh, wow, that is like, that's it. That's it in a nutshell right there. Yeah. And so, and I mean, I also do work with people who are, in other words, entrepreneurs or consultants, coaches, mm -hmm. course creators who are stuck at six figures and can't understand why they haven't been able yep. to scale the high six or seven figures. And this is why, yeah. because you haven't learned, because nobody taught you how to literally master your inner game and your outer game, how to link them together. Mm. And so the inner game is everything you can't see. It's up here and in here. Right. Mm -hmm. But again, as I stated, where don't your habits affect you? Where don't your beliefs affect you? Well, they affect everything. So that's yeah. the inner game. And then the outer game, at least when we talk about entrepreneurship, really just comes down to three things. Offers, funnels and traffic. Do you have the right offers in place? Do you have the right? Which So an offer is what do you sell? A funnel right. is how do you sell it? And a traffic is how do you let people know about it? Yeah. Once you have all that in place, it's again, it's impossible not to succeed. It's you, you unless I mean, you're unless your inner game stinks and you blow the sale. Right. Let your. And Let's that's why we fix the inner game first. So just yeah. like a house, right? I just bought this 6,000 square foot mansion, uh, you know, here in Northeast Ohio. Yep. And I mean, that's the point. You're building a house. So our formations, to go back to that point, are the foundation. If you mm -hmm. don't have a strong foundation, it doesn't matter what you build. Your house is going to fall down with the first, sure. you know, wind that comes along. But also mm -hmm. imagine if you just built the house and you forgot to, you know, wire it for electricity. Then you got a nice looking house. You're like, man, it's cold in here. Uh, what's what happened? Somebody forget, somebody forget something. It looks then, good, but it's freezing. You know, and then, of course, if you only have electricity and no house, that would be kind of weird too. So, man, it's like, man, I'm still cold. I'm sitting on a, I'm sitting on a concrete here. What the heck is going it's on? Like Ben Franklin with a kite. You're right, so, exactly. All right, so, so I, I want to go back to power habits because I apologize. Yeah. I don't know the book as well as affirmations, but yeah. I understand the affirmations so well because I've, I've talked about it for years now to people ever since I met you. Thank you. But without, I mean, that's just a thought, right? You need to have the habits to go with it. Well, right. And that's why, you know, again, in my in my Power Habits book, yeah. and then we have a program called Power Habits Academy, which is an online program. Again, powerhabitsacademy.com. Mm -hmm. But that's where I walk you through. And that's why I want to show people that it yeah, is a system. It's a system. If we can. Oh, there you go. It's a system, right? Affirmations. Whoop, and if you can, it's hard to do this. Uh, this is if, if you recognize Da Vinci's man, right? It kind of looks like Da Vinci's man. I told my I told my graphic designer make it look like that. So I mean, affirmations are really again. You see, it's, it's the person's head, right? The you know your mind, which controls everything and is the foundation. But then it's all these other steps, all these other habits that you have to do. And and what I want people to realize is that these are the unconscious habits of highly successful people. So affirmations, in fact, is the perfect example of that. If you were to interview highly successful people, for example, you might never get to the point where they would realize that they're actually using my affirmations method without knowing it. They're automatically saying to themselves things like, well, why can't I do it? Instead of why can't I do it? The average person says, why can't I do it? The highly successful, the 1% of the 1% will say, well, why can't I do it? Why can I do whatever I set my mind to, right? That's like an Olympic athlete, a professional athlete, a seven and eight figure CEO, you know, these highly successful people, they're always saying, why can I do anything that I set my mind to do? But they're not even aware that they're thinking that. <laughs> so they couldn't yeah. sit there and teach it for you. Yeah, they, so that's they know an they're example of an unconscious habit. They know their cognitive ones, but the subconscious ones, they wouldn't know unless they had a therapist or Noah to ask them, right? That's 
Right. That's, that's the, so the, interesting. The nerdiest nerd right here. <laughs> you are, but I love it. I love it so much. It's so great. Thanks. Wow. Okay. So, um, so I, I, just I, to get just to the, again, so to, go ahead to, to elaborate on that point. This is why so many people have gone to all those programs, all those gurus spent all that money and not, not only are they stuck, a lot of times they're worse off than before. Let me give you, let me give you a quick example from one of my clients. So Susan was her name. She's from California business. Well, actually, no, she was actually unemployed at the time when she found me. She had spent $60,000 on every guru out there, you know, all the big names that you know. And she was about to declare bankruptcy. She was about to lose her home. She was about to lose her marriage. Her husband said, I can't take it anymore. We're supposed to be getting better. We're getting worse, right? You're taking all these self-help programs. They're not helping, right? So he was going to leave her. I mean, she was literally at the end of her rope. And she heard about me from a friend. A friend referred her to me. She hired me as her coach. And long story short, in less than one year, we got her from where she was $60,000 in debt from, remember, this is from self-help programs, not buying bags and shoes and stuff like that. It was literally from self-help programs to where now she is a six-figure income, and she is doing what she loves. She has uh, literally the job of her dreams, as she calls it. And in fact, she just published her first book, which is right here. Uh, and these are some of the books that I've helped my clients publish, because I do help clients publish their books, since I've published so many. But um, And she actually asked me to write the foreword for her book because of how she says that I changed her life. So this is an example. And the reason that I share that story is because it's so powerful, but it's so common. There are so many people, sadly, who've spent tons of money on those guys. And it's the funny part is, and kind of the sad part is, they're not necessarily teaching anything wrong. For example, it's not wrong to say, set your goals, right? Set your goals. Uh, or, you know, to use your example that you said earlier, you know, you, you, your altitude is determined by your attitude. Okay, that's not wrong, but it also doesn't help anything. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I knew that. I, I already knew that. You know, what are we? what's wrong? What's missing? And so that's why, you know, what a lot of my clients say is, you know, Noah, you filled in the missing pieces that no one else had ever filled in before. So for those of you who are feeling that, who are frustrated, you know, that's, I just want you to know that help is available. You know, help is available in the form of books, in the form of coaching, training, whatever it might be. But you just have to be cognizant of the fact that if, if it's just the same old same old you're, you're going to get the same results that's brilliant stuff you know i started to go back to some of my classic books uh, recently i started going through uh magic of thinking big because mm -hmm. occasionally i find myself so buried in the minutia of what i'm doing i forget doug you know if you add a zero to that equation it's the same amount of work but you have a much bigger benefit to it right what are what are some of your classic books that you used to like enjoy or we refer to every once in a while well, there was really two. There, there's two books uh, in, in the self-help genre that really formed my my thinking and, you know, I would say formed my life and certainly my career. The first was uh, Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People, which, believe it or not, and many people don't believe this, but I read at the age of seven years old. Now, my mother, if you don't believe me, my, my mother you will beat tell me you by nine years. I read it at 16. <laughs> well, the point is, I was actually reading before I was two. Again, not to brag, but my mother will tell you. But um, and so I, I literally, my dad was so into self help. This, this is why I got in this industry because my dad oh, was. He nice. always had Success Magazine lying around, and you know, had the big library kind of somewhere. That's in fact, you know, at our home growing up in Kennebunkport, Maine. Um, but what was so weird about that was we were still poor, right? So I grew up poor in a rich neighborhood. And that was so weird because, you know, we we moved there when I was little, you know, very little, like before two years old. And so that's what I grew up in. But my family was still poor. 
And yet, right down the street, there were all these rich people. And so it was like, why why are we poor and they're rich? It, it didn't make any sense. And so that's one of the reasons why I started in self-help very young, because my most of my childhood memories are my parents arguing. And what do you think they're arguing about? Money, of course. Right. Everybody knows. And so my point is, I hated that life of poverty and fear and lack and not enoughness. So I just wanted to get out of it. And I'm like, how the heck do I do that? And I didn't know any other way. And being a nerd, I love reading books. I love going to the library. So that was my first one that really, you know, formed a lot of what I do now. Um, and, 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 you know, my thinking from a very young age. And then the second one was The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Dr. Stephen Covey. Now, I heard, uh, I actually heard, yes, I heard that program, believe it or not, on audio tape um, and back in the early 90s. For those of you millennials, you just can Google that and it's a thing that spins around. Anyway, um, <clears throat> and so. Wait, do you still have any of your, I still have some cassette tape yeah, programs in I my closet right, over here. Anyway, I got them behind yeah, me. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I literally listened to that program over and over in my car, I was just crying. Tears were running down my face as wow. I listened to it because I realized that for my whole life, I've been living the seven habits of highly ineffective people. And what was amazing about that is in 1996, I actually got to interview Dr. Covey, me personally. Yes, I, I actually got him on the phone wow. because I was a college student, as I, as I mentioned earlier, um, and I was studying religious studies. I was literally consciously following in Dr. Covey's footsteps because I had found or read Amazing. that somewhere that he was a, a religious studies major. So I said, well, I want to do what he does. I will, I'll be a religious studies major. So that's literally what I did. And yeah. I called up his office, got his assistant on the phone. And believe it or not, they scheduled an appointment with me. I had 20 uninterrupted with Dr. 20 uninterrupted minutes with Dr. Stephen Covey. And he was, he was perfect. He was exactly what you want Dr. Covey to be. And he said one thing, Doug, that I never forgot. I want to share with everybody. And yeah, I, yeah, I share yeah. this story as much as I can, because he was literally my my inspiration for getting this business. He said, Noah, I want people to leave any in, in uh, any interaction with me, any seminar that I do, any workshop or any talk that I do more impressed with themselves than with me. Now, isn't that amazing? Oh, what amazing pause on that one. That's powerful, man. That is, is isn't really that an amazing nice. statement? Again, I'll say it again. I want people to leave any interaction with me more impressed with themselves than with me. And when he said that, I mean, I never forgot. I mean, it was more than 20 years, 25 years ago yeah. now. But my point about that is look at how the how that is exact opposite of what we have today with social media, right? It's all me, 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 me. Look how cool I am. Look at my jet. Look at my helicopter. Look at my car. Look at my this, <laughs> and that. And it's like, yeah, that's great, buddy. We really <laughs> Listen, we both are authors, right? So I talk about the hero's journey. And I yeah. I have no problem bashing people, right? So I said, well, when you're talking to your customer, you're supposed to be Gandalf. You're not supposed to be Frodo, right? right? So if you're showing your jet or your car, you got the equation backwards. It's supposed to be how what you do for your customer, not for yourself. Nobody cares about you except the bottom feeder. Sorry, but that's just, you know. Well, it, it really is true. And and the other point that I want to make to jump off your point is that the truth is we don't care if you've made money. We care if you've helped others make money. Yeah, hello. Well, see, the thing is what these guys do, and they're very good self-promoters. Notice they're they're incredibly good self-promoters. Yeah. What, what they do is when you see those images of the cars and the and the how you know and everything else, all that flashy stuff, it literally is going to the limbic part of the brain that says, Ooh, I want that. Ooh, I want that. Oh, Ooh, yeah. I want that. Right. And so that's what they do. And believe me, I mean, they seduced me over and over and over oh, again. Yeah. I, <laughs> seduced by all that. I paid over a half a million dollars to all these clowns. Only to get 
only to realize they can't teach their way out of a paper bag. So for, again, for everyone watching, the lesson is what? Make sure that whoever you're following hasn't just made money for themselves, but much more importantly, yes. that's why I like to brag, not about me, but about the yeah. fact that I've made my clients $2.7 billion. As you said, you're hoping that means we've helped people at yes, six, seven, eight, even nine figures. And I mean, collectively over two, it's probably twice that, but you know, I'm not here yeah, to hype it up. Track, I, mean, right? I mean, that's just what I know. I mean, it's probably two, three, who knows how many, but that's that the is... point is that that's what you need to look for. I learned that mm -hmm. lesson too late. I, I got seduced by all those guys. So yeah, everybody does, Noah. I looked at yeah. that stuff too. You know, I, yeah. I became a pilot because my dad was a pilot, right? Nice. So when I was flying for a while, I was noticing, you know, private jets and whatnot. I would fly next to them. I had a little propeller plane, but I was like, okay, flying around. And I see a lot of those guys, but mm -hmm. none of them are on Facebook. <laughs> none of them want to know, want people to know they own a jet. It's like, I don't want, you know, government or lawsuits mm -hmm. happening. So they're very quiet about their wealth. You know, That's people right. who flat, you know, show that off generally don't have it. In my opinion, if they do, it's, you know, I, like you said, it's showing that they're a great self promoter and that, yeah. and that's okay. That's a skill, yeah. but that is not the same as can that person help me make right. money. Again, I don't care if you made money, help <laughs> me make money right? or, or help me lose weight or whatever it might be, you see what I mean? <laughs> whatever the result is that you want. So again, I'm, I'm yeah. hoping that this advice, you know, I wish I would have heard this and take, taken my own advice 20 years ago before I lost all that money. It's part of our journey, man. It's okay. We're not dead yet. You know, we're okay. We can well, you know, like, and, and here's, here's another point there. You know, you, the point is they took my money and they took yeah. my self-confidence, but you can always get money and self-confidence back, hopefully. But the one thing you can't get back is time. See? Yes. So because I wasted all that time following those idiots is, of course, it's time I can never get back. That's the part that I, that hurts. And it's so true. For everyone watching, yeah. Again, what does this mean for you? It means just be careful be aware just you know again when you go for example when you go on our website you'll see you know hundreds and hundreds of case studies mm -hmm, of people right. who whose lives have been changed as a result of my yes. work is that about me no it's about the system yes i'm yeah. the guy teaching it yes i'm the mentor i'm the guide i mean i'm i'm yoda they call me you know i mean to use another gandalf uh, you know oh, come on you're not that short come on you're well, you're, you're, you know, you're my height you know, you know. but i mean you know fun, how tall are you that, hmm? how what? tall are you uh, I'm five nine on a good yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, five nine with socks on. Okay, so yeah, we're about yeah, same height, you know. Yeah, but anyway, but well, yes, you're not, you're you know, not, you're not, Gandalf is a little bit tall, but only because he was next to the the little people. Right, made him that's right. So anybody looks tall, right? You could go but, with Obi Wan. You're more like Obi Wan. He's pretty wise, you know. Yeah, yeah, but he yeah. got killed in the first movie, so kind of you know, kind of got a little. Yeah, uh, you go backwards. It's okay. Well, anyway, I just I always like to say, found someone you have. <laughs> okay, we'll go with Yoda. So I'm sure you have something for our viewers today, Noah. Yeah. I know you're a, a not self-promoting, but promoting things you can help people out with. So lay it on. Well, I got? mean, like I, I mean, you do have to have offers, funnels, and traffic, like I said. So yes, you yeah. do. So here's, I mean, I know I've I've already shown you a couple of my books. Here's another one, but this one's free. All right, so you can get check out all those other books. Uh, you know, with what I showed you, but this is called "Get Rid of Your Head Trash About Money." How to avoid the three big money mistakes even smart people make. So head trash is a voice in your head, like I talked about earlier, that says, well, I can't do it because, or why am I not good enough, or what have you. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. that book is available for free because you're watching this program. Again, it's Get Rid of Your Head Trash About Money <laughs> um, for free at sendmeabooknoah.com. Very easy to remember. Send me a book, Noah. 
right? Send me a book. No, I don't I'm, have to write that one down. It'll be in the show notes, folks, right below right. this video. You can see it there, but send me a book. A book. Send me send a me a book, book. Noah. N-O-A-H. Right. Send me a Send book, me a book Noah. Noah. <laughs> and it's going to be that book, folks, just so you know, it's not just right. any book. Right. That's it's going to be that one. It is a, and yes, it is a physical book. So yes, we ship it to you anywhere on planet Earth. Uh, again, we, oh, and because you're watching this program, let me just make that clear. I've covered the cost of the book. We just ask you to cover the shipping. So uh, that's why the book is free. We just ask you to cover the shipping. But again, send me a book, Noah.com. Man, Noah St. John, such a wealth of value and information today. I'm going to get you back on. We got more to talk about. Yes. Especially about the streaking issue that you're. Yeah, well, you know, (laughs) again, not recommended. We can talk about it. it. I didn't say to do it. I said, don't do it. (laughs) I know. I know. Thank you so much. Great. Noah St. John from Afformations.com. Brilliant. Brand new stuff for uh, getting rid of your head trash. Go get his book. Send me a book. Noah.com. Get it today, folks. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel below. You can click on that, subscribe on iTunes or Spotify, or check out our website and get some free goodies there as well. This is Doug Crow with Author Your Brand Show. Have a great one.